So this Saturday, November 11th, is what? Yes, Veterans Day. Uh, it's a national holiday in which we remember and reflect upon and honor our veterans. And mostly it's known as that day. Um, but I think it's important, it's vital, and some of you probably know the history of Veterans Day, but so many people do not. So I want to reflect on that just for a moment today. The, the First World War from 1914 to 1918 was a global conflict, the likes of which our world has never seen before up until that time. Over 20 million people were killed and 21 million were injured, and over half of them Half of the casualties were civilians or non-combatants. It was known as the Great War, though there is nothing ever great about war. And the First World War ended in an armistice, a ceasefire. Right? It's something that we're hearing in the news right now as well. Right? On the, at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, it was agreed upon that there would be no more violence, that there would be no more war. In 1938, it was officially declared a day in which to recognize veterans and those who have served in the combat arms, and it has been known as Veterans Day ever since. And I think it's vital that we today, a hundred years later, remember that we honor our veterans, we recognize our veterans and those who have served, not on a day that was celebrated for combat or war or violence, but rather we remember and recognize our veterans on a day in which we put down our arms, in which we sought peace and we found peace with those we called enemy. Because as Christ followers, we pray... Right? We pray the Lord's Prayer, and when we pray the Lord's Prayer, which we will pray today, we say these words. We say, God, we say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And when we pray those words, we know that violence is never God's will. Violence and war are not in God's will for this world. And we still today live in a world filled with war, with combat, with violence. So often because our will and not God's will is sought by too many people while men and women and children are the casualties of our will as humans. So my, my prayer today in this reflection is that we look to and remember in the Gospel of John when Jesus is talking with his closest followers. And he says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home in you. Whoever does not love me will not keep my word, and the word that you hear is not mine, but rather my Father God's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you, says Jesus. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom my Father God will send in my name, will teach you all these things and bring to you 
remembrance of all that I have said. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I don't know how many of us reflect on and realize that of all of the gifts that Jesus gives us, of all the teachings and the preachings, the one that he articulates here in the Gospel of John in chapter 14 is he says, I give you my peace. My peace. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Today we have the opportunity to come together to receive at Christ's table. It is a table that is open to all, always. Because, again, this is not the table of the United Methodist Church or Platwoods Church, but rather it is Christ's table. He is the host, and we are the happy recipients of the gift that God gives us. So please join me in our liturgy. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and good, always and forever, to give our thanks and our praise, to remember and to reflect upon the gifts that God has given us. Let us pray together these words. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. God, you delivered us from sin and death, and you made with us a new promise, a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which Jesus would be turned over by those who are closest to him, his closest of friends, he took something simple that he had bread, bread that gives life. He took it and he broke it and he said, this is my body that is broken for you, that we together might make the world whole again. Each and every time that you receive it, might you remember me. And then after the meal, he took the cup and he gave thanks to God for it. And he said, this is my blood that is poured out for you, that you might know that I love you, my life, that our lives together might be spent transforming and changing the world. The cup of the new covenant that we might know God loves us. And so in remembrance of these, your holy and mighty acts in Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, God, and on these gifts of bread and juice. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. God, 
Might we be a part of the transformation of the world? Renew our communion with all, especially those who, God, we remember and reflect upon, those who have served in our lives, those who have not only served our country, but us and this congregation. And as we are surrounded by them in this communion of saints, might we reflect and remember them always and forever. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen.